Welcome to the Jungle Brothers Podcast, episode 79. You're here today with myself, uh, Paul Fotofilly, and to your reward is across the table from me. Oh, hello. Uh, Joe's on holidays for a couple of weeks. Have a great time, Joey. So, um, uh, yeah, just just hear myself. Uh, Don't turn the podcast off just because Joe's away. No, no. no. Just lost half our listeners. <laughs> Could have just pretended he was here. Um, junglebrothers.com if you want any help or if you want to know a little bit more about what we do here. Uh, all the contact details are on our website. We've got an Instagram, Facebook, etc. Uh, we're drinking Panavore coffee from Panavore Cafe here um, in South Sydney. Wonderful stuff. Thank you, Tree. Thanks, uh, Tree. Yeah. Uh, last week's podcast, we spoke about fatherhood and oh, small business. Can you get two cups, please? Thank you. Um, surviving small business and fatherhood. Have a listen. Check it out. We had some uh, good feedback from just people in, in general in the gym and stuff. Uh, often you, you have these podcasts. You're not sure if anyone's listening. It's really nice. It's like, you know, it's a bunch of fathers that definitely said there was some useful stuff and it was good just to have a listen and know that there's other people out there um, not sleeping. Um, and, yeah, we just had a good discussion around, yeah, uh, parenthood and business, etc. Have a listen to that one. Um, events that have been happening in this past week. Events were last Saturday was a, a garden day. Um, every season, every turn of the season, we have a gardening day here where we um, clean up the garden and the area surrounding the garden and the gym in general. Uh, it's a bit of a community event. All the members come down, people bring food and salads and then all pitch in. Um, usually we have a few things that need to get done. Other people bring their own ideas as well. And it's a really, really great, great event. And um, uh, T, you mentioned, and I think it's very true. Like we hadn't, we hadn't had a, like a community event for some time. Um, we had the JB Games, which is one of our big annual events, and we had to skip that because of COVID. We really tried to make that happen, actually, but uh, the council here wasn't willing to let us, um, you know, put one on in the public down in the park there. And uh, Dylan here at the gym put together a sick proposal. Um, I think he edited it twice for him and I still wouldn't have it. Um, but yeah, this one, everyone coming together safely, of course. Um, you could just see it on people's faces. They were just like stoked to be hanging out. Um, and mm. the results were amazing. We're going to talk a bit about that today. Um, Are you joining us, Dylan? Were you on today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, feel free to join. Um, yeah, so the Garden Day uh, here, if you're listening from overseas... This is our winter going into spring. Yeah. Uh, it's very welcome. Obviously, yeah, the, 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 the temperatures here already creeping in the mid-20s, some days beyond, depending if you're in the sun or what, or the shade. This weekend is going to be a warm one, but um, the bird life is out, uh, and it's a prime time for, for spring cleaning in general, and, and the garden got a good working over. Tea, of course, is our head uh, of uh, – do, do you have a department head name for that? No, you, it, but we. I, I just like like to garden. Your gym growth and, and it, yeah, it's a design. And you're a gym, gym design, build, yeah, build. But also shit. huge green thumb. Uh, so he's naturally there's a there's a huge uh, move towards. Well, you're into permaculture. I love permaculture and gardening. Right, sort out. Yeah. Tell Do us a little bit about um, it. Some headphones there, Dills. No, uh, yeah. Whichever one you like. Yeah, come on over here. Get on that mic. Tell us about the gardening day, T. By yeah, the way, so T loves it, and he's oh fuck, talk, talk <laughs> your ear off for he talk hours your ear off. put you all to sleep. Just, 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 sorry, I know I just asked seeds. you to tell us about it, but I'm just gonna just lay down the landscape for people. Yep, Tira is a, a young, fit guy, and he looks amazing. <laughs> young, Mo moves well. I think I'm younger than I am because <laughs> I'm hanging out with younger people. I'm the I'm actually the oldest guy in the gym. Are you? Why, like, really? Yeah. Well, no, it's coaches. Not. Well, it's coaches. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah, 11 yeah. coaches. I'm Someone's the oldest coach. <laughs> and, the wisest. Just and I think, think I'm way. the youngest. And I get treated like the youngest as well. <laughs> well, he looks, he looks get very young. The, I get lec all the lectures, like the but young kid lecture. We'll get this. Which I deserve and I need. <laughs> but I get them regularly. And not just by my, my like coaches, but also by my uh, members and people that I train. What do they say? Yeah, uh, as in like you're not as young as you think you are. No, more about well, probably the same issues. My punctuality, my um, oh, yep. 
yeah, haphazardness, the way I organise myself and- Or don't organise yourself. How selfish I am with, my t- with other people's time. What I wanted to yep. tell people was um, just to paint a picture of how into gardening you are, is um, you might walk into this office here um, and this young shredded gym owner here will be sitting in the corner reading a seed magazine, one of the old ones oh, that yeah. your great-grandma your <laughs> grandma has on subscription. <laughs> it's got all the puppies. It comes in with like little seed packets and stuff like that and he'll just have his head buried in one of those. Oh, so good. He loves that lunch. That we've, uh, Send me cuttings. <laughs> we've had him doing tours of the garden for the last three days. I've seen you with like a lot five, of tours. six people out there. Just yeah, even a video tour. Oh, Did a yeah. video tour for the, for the su- sustainable think tank. That's our um, that's our sustainable think tank group on on Facebook. So if you want to join, just reach out. Jungle Brothers Sustainable Think Tank. We talk about sustainability think tank, isn't it? Yes, sustainability think tank. Yeah. yeah, there's a bit of action sustainability going in the think last tank. Month. And we actually had another gym reach out <coughs> to us. Um, movement um, Newcastle Rod Rod Cooper. What's the name of their gym again? Movement Collective. Movement. Collective. Oh, really? What yeah. did he say? That, uh, I spoke uh, to a lovely lady called Doras, who's actually one of their coaches, and she's heading their community garden. Oh, cool! And Great. I think they might have. Hopefully, I think we inspired them to do the same as what well, we've they done did, here. Um, I saw no that he commented on the IG post. Yes, for Doras, and he uh, tagged her in. We had a, a, a video combo not so long ago about how they go about. Um, putting together their first community garden, which I think is awesome. Mm. Great. And I think off the back of this garden, man, probably about six or seven at least, uh, people within the gym have um, created their own little garden. Once you realise how easy it is and how uh, how much you gain for the little amount of time you put into it, it's very, it's, you know, it's worth the, uh, the, the, it's worth the investment. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Time and, and energy. Yeah, I really take my hats off to you because I, I, I didn't really have a garden growing up. Uh, I had a, a taro patch at the back. Um, which that is, is as Polynesian as it gets. <laughs> yeah, we had, yeah, had that. <laughs> but we didn't have, you know, like a garden. I, I don't know much about gardening. And what I have learnt in the last kind of 10 years is just from hanging out here and, you know, just tailing along with you and all the gardens we've had at the gym. And, yeah, you really you do it really well. Um, and you've got a fierce passion that everyone can feel and they just kind of just follow you. Um, and then there's those heads in the gym, the people who, their green thumbs as well, they just pop up and you all get together. And it's, it's mad to see. Like it was, it was a good working bee on Saturday. It was good. Mm. Um, what do we got done? We got, uh, we got picked some poo up from the uh, Redford Police Station. You get all that for free. Like a the whole horseman. truckload of yep. horse manure and straw. And horse weed, which is fantastic for your top layer. Uh, then we went to uh, Dills and, and Ty went and got some dry mulch from yep. one of the council drops um, in Maroubra. Yeah. And that's a top layer. We've got that uh, as well. So all this stuff usually costs you bloody hundreds at the garden shop. But if you do a little bit of researching, you can get it all for free. Mm. Um, so that's the, that's the route that we took. But what do we do? We got a um, we got a uh, bookshelf, a um, a book exchange, community book exchange. exchange. Yep. Up, we built that out of an old ammunition cabinet. Uh, we put a pump in for the next door neighbor's water tank because they don't use it. So that's rainwater tank, rainwater fill, mm. f- filling our our garden. We got our ponds up and running. Two, yeah. two ponds. One new one. One new one, and hopefully we'll get a bit of frog life or some fish life in those. And then we got uh, our seedling uh, mobile um, greenhouses mm-hmm. on wheels, which were originally cake display units for my sister-in-law's shop, and they were no longer being used. And they're, s- they're, uh, they're stainless steel and, and glass. And they're just like, what are they? Like a, Pretty cool, eh? a meter b- and a bit by... In diameter, by that's half a I thought that's what wheels. they were designed for. I thought they were <laughs> yeah, no, no. like <laughs> little seedling things. Yeah, no, 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 no. they were they were cake display units oh, in a sick. shop. So Carl put um, a perspex, perspex around the inside of the bot, the, the outside of the bottom one, and then we ran little shower heads on the inside of that, and that's hooked up to the timer. And then when people come in the gym, they turn on in the morning and and give the the seedlings a, a little water, and. All our members get to watch these seedlings start to grow over time, and I think it's yeah, something very special about seeing nature in action. You know, 
It goes great. hand in hand with the, the physical development of the human inside as well. That's yeah. right. Because it's, it's symbiotic. It's just the Is that same a word? Thing. Symbiolic. <laughs> Symbolic. <laughs> I think I had that as a baby. I've mixed up. It's a combination of symbiosis and symbolic. Yes. It's a new no, word. it's new. But it wasn't a word before. It's how words are created. <laughs> just genius. Coleman's dictionary. <laughs> uh, thanks to Panavore for fueling that new phrasing. Uh, um, but there's fruit coming through everywhere. Yeah. Olives. Mm. Cherry guava, mm. Hawaiian guava, mulberries, they're favourite at the moment. Um, what else? The passion fruits, passion are fruits are probably caught like there's. Yeah. The bush Six itself has doubled it's in, heavy, in size. It's but good at the moment. The produce is going to quadruple or more. I think the craziest thing about it is we're just like in a little industrial estate in the middle of an industrial suburb and, warehouse, and an industrial city. With average sun <laughs> cover. Yes. Like pretty average sun cover. Yeah, we just get like the like a afternoon kind of mm. west facing mm. a little bit uh but it's still still cranking away out there it's great i'm looking forward to putting stuff in the verge that's going to be interesting so we didn't contact council about that did we we did not but we did it anyway <laughs> we did it anyway <laughs> all we did was we boarded up the side of a shitty verge where dirt would in heavy rains would just slide off the top anyway and just boarded up one side right that's right so instead of it kind of veering off on all sides in a little mound, it just kind of squares off towards the gutter. It's good. And when you look right next to the gutter, there's that big concrete thing, which is a drain cover, yep. which is like way more dangerous. And that opens the side of – cars open the side uh, of their doors with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think going to continue on with that we're just going to continue on. And we're going to put in a, a bunch of grevilleas and some native grass and hopefully we can get some small bird life and, and some big birds and – as well. Oh yeah, Gorilla Gardener style. Mm, Get yeah. it in there. We're spreading. The <laughs> spreading down the street. It's great. But yeah, I think uh, it's been, um, look, it goes hand in hand with our ethos and that's to to ex- um, just acknowledge all elements of health or um, variables really and anything that um, potentially affect, affects us directly or indirectly. And I think it's very easy uh as a human and we're kind of geared up like that to to be able to push things away you know what i mean and i think it was really um uh very obvious uh when we were going through our bushfire season when we had i don't know fucking six billion hectares or whatever it was on fire and the strangest thing was it was just like life just kind of just went on and even though the fire was oh look fires are Fire, there's fires in South Australia. Shit, that's terrible. Oh, shit, there's fires in fucking... Oh, um, uh, LA. No, uh, like... Um, Cali. What? No, we're talking like... Uh, Around here. Uh, oh, okay. There were fires in, in Nowra and mm-hmm. it's getting closer and it's closer and smoke in the air, but you're still, it's still not, you're still not your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden there were fires in Sydney and you're like, oh, there's yep. fires in Sydney. Shit, that sucks. But there's no... Unless it's on your street. Yeah, unless your fucking house is burning. Then you're like, all right, we need to take action. And now after the, 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 uh, uh, the big um, um, commission that went forward to, to see what actually caused these fires, after all the courts and all the fucking professionals and all the, all the uh, specialists came in and finally got all the, like the, the legal readout and it was... There were no arsonists. It was nothing to do with... Not enough backburning. Is that true? It was all to do with climate change. Yes. And even Gladys uh, Barron. Barry Jiglian. I always struggle with a second name. (laughs) (laughs) She came out and, 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 you know, to come from a liberal, um, this is a difficult thing for them to say, considering that they have such a strong support from the National Party. Um, She said it publicly that it is, that the evidence is so overwhelming, it can't be ignored. That's right. Climate change played its role in these bushfires. She didn't say it was because of that, but she did in a way, which is quite um, like courageous for her to step out into that space because we all know that uh, the Liberal Party at this stage don't like talking about that as a topic. And that, I guess, brings us back to coming into COVID and how much COVID shifted the conversation globally off climate change and onto this imminent threat and 
And then you ask yourself, okay, well, why is why was this this virus that sure it's doing it's killing people and it's terrible and it's and it and it needed to be acted on. Why is uh, why is our ability to act so so efficiently globally in most places, not all, um, over over this virus? Uh, uh, yet our reluctance to act on something that's far more dangerous and and more grave and and probably more imminent uh, is is just not there, you know. And um, yeah, it's 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 kind of there's something psychological there with humans where it's like, okay, this is this is gonna this is gonna kill my dad or my granddad or it's gonna kill me. Oh, like I'm in the firing line. Then all of a sudden you're like, well, fuck it, you know, let's take a hit. But we can't. We're still not connecting the dots. We're not looking at climate change and saying that's that's terrible, but it's probably not my problem. You know? Yeah. Still got that two, three generation gap that it's like, okay, not important to me. I know it's an issue, but I can disassociate from it. Yeah. Say, same as the fires, right? Like it's like, oh, it's it's not right on my street, so it's awful, but it's not my problem. Yes. Yeah, and it's funny how we like a, we can we can switch things off like that and just kind of get on with the day to day activity. And the yeah, it was very surreal. Like I was sitting outside a cafe, and I'm thinking, shit, I shouldn't even be outside right now because I think it was like when the, the pollution was the the heaviest that it was over that time. And I'm thinking, man, like I'm, I feel like I'm smoking a pack of durries, and then I'm watching these girls like jog down the street and they're doing the jo- the jog, and I'm like, oh man. That's fucking strange, yeah. you know. Mm. Jogging down the street, uh, like at the height of that, that, the, that's the, 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 where the air quality was it, it's so extreme that it was like, don't go outside, and they were setting off fire alarms in people's fucking homes and offices. It's very strange, like the disconnection, and and then you ask yourself, okay, well, what kind of effect does some does something like that have on your health? Like we all took a hit that summer, you know? We don't necessarily know about my it. My fucking kids, bro, like are young. They got mm. tiny little lungs. They took a hit that summer. No doubt, you know? Uh, you imagine sitting your children down and feeding them a pack of ciggies, you know? Day in and day out for a week. There's damage done there. No doubt. No doubt. So then you got to ask yourself, all right, well, is this, is, it, is, this a, is this a political agenda or is it, is it a health issue? I mean, it's the same way we look at what's happening with COVID and how this is being used as this political tool to be pushed back and forth by politicians. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking health issue. So it should be bipartisan. And the argument should be about how we go about fixing it and not whether it exists or not. You know? Yeah, I think that when you look at the two problems, uh, you say climate change versus COVID, I mean, obviously one's more immediate like one, um, yeah, it's in like front of you. It's right in front of you, and the other one's not. Um, and then you, so you know, it's 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 natural to see why you would react to that one, because um, also, uh, and then there's the political agenda, as you said, and the uh, election cycles. So not if election cycles money. were every twenty years, then you might see someone trying to, yeah. you know, <laughs> make some changes. But because they're so short, so then for for the politics, it's uh, it's like a reward that they'll never get to get the kudos for type mm-hmm. thing. Um, so like, a, yeah, it makes sense. And then you got the, the, Short the, the business, the business it? ties so to, between the two. So when I think, uh, what, you know, who stands to benefit from climate change? Well, I know who, who doesn't stand to benefit. And the, there's obviously big business and fossil fuels, et cetera. Like that's pissing a lot of rich people off that they're, you know, whatever. So the yeah, whole economy is tied into, mm. you know, very intricately versus um, like the COVID. Uh, who benefits from the COVID pandemic? Well, like eventually the, the, the big the, argument right now is that the pharma, you know, companies are out there yeah. trying to make a big buck. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like when someone's going to make some money. Yes. From getting a fucking, uh, a, a, um, a, um, a, what is here? A um, vaccine. 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 And um, that's fine. You're saving how many fucking hundreds of thousands of lives? Good. You, if you're going to put your head down and work real hard and become a scientist and then, you know, fix these things and then you come up with a, with a, with a solution to help people survive and live, then you definitely should get paid a lot of money. But um, it, I think the, 
problem that that's going to arise from that is like who gets this access to this to this um, uh, vaccine first um, because as soon as you can uh, you can vaccinate your population you get back to earning money and this is great for your economy and and are you going to stifle your your competitors from getting access to that to that vaccine or do do other countries not have enough money to buy it you know i mean look at africa india these places have to vaccinate a lot of people mm. for it to be even like viable or worthwhile for, like bring it into a place so it's there's some, some it's it's not going to go away anytime soon. I remember what I was going to say, but the the the, the, um, the political benefits, I guess, comparing the two problems, because I guess, well, guess we're talking a little bit about how COVID um, and the pandemic, which you know it was a real thing. We're not saying it's not, but it came in and, and really masked a bigger issue, uh, took a bit of you know attention away from it, and um, I guess the the on the for for politics. Climate change is is problematic for for both political parties because it's a big long term thing, but it requires lots of change. It's really yeah. hard to actually make those changes, type thing, and no one really wants to do that. Uh, whereas COVID, in a political sense, was really easy to lean into um, for for anyone. Yeah, like, it's, shor- it's short term. It's short term. Short term. Yeah, and then you can you can be a hero. You can be a hero. Time. Yeah, it's a it's the war against germs type thing. It's yeah. a, our 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 political climate has changed hugely. Like Morrison has gone from being a very unpopular person to very popular over a very short period of time. Is he popular? COVID saved him. More accepted at least. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Way more popular than he was. You need need a leader in that sort of time, right? So even if he's not doing the best job, it doesn't matter because no one's going to be like calling for his head at this time. It's like, no, we've got to have someone to rally behind. Yeah. And if he's, if he can get us through, that's all that matters. And And Australia's done well, you know, know, whether it's because of the decisions he made or not, it doesn't really matter. Like everyone's just like, okay, we're, 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 we're in a good place compared to most places. Mm. And he was the captain of the ship while he went through that storm. Yeah. And, all uh, hats off to him. I'm very happy that my business is running and um, the way things worked out. But um, it doesn't take away the fact that there is a much bigger issue boiling away in the background. The earth is still warming up. It's still warming up. And we have to make a transition and looking at the way politics is fumbling over this situation all over the world, uh, uh, whether they're trying to move forward and the big companies around them are slowing them down uh, or they've just got too much red tape to move between or their politicians are not recognising at all, things have to change. And one thing that changes everything is business direction. And what we have to realise is that every single one of us has the power to make big change, big change. And the only way that can happen is if you – start thinking about, okay, what products am I buying? What businesses am I investing in? What uh, uh, t- uh, like habits what do I have on a I daily eating? basis? Mm. Where is my food coming from? What kind of detergent am I using? What kind of vehicle am I driving? How can I start lowering my own personal footprint and then also investing in companies that are, that are, mm. that are choosing to do the same? How, um, how, how am I bringing my kids up? Which I yeah, I tend to think big that one. that's like the you know that's way more powerful than any vote that you can cast is literally bringing up the next generation yep. with certain things in mind. And all of those choices is how we make a difference, right? Do you know what one of the the, the biggest um, psychological issues was before COVID mm. was climate anxiety, and this is for kids under I think it was between the age of fourteen and twenty one kind of thing. So this generation that's coming through now are well aware that if we continue on the current trajectory, there will be nothing for them by the time they're our age. The earth will be uninhabitable if we continue on the path that we're, that, that we're, that we're, that we're, that we're working on. And we're so obsessed with like, okay, we want our kids to have good education, got to get them to school and they, they got to be taught science and STEM and everything. And then they come home and say, well, fucking world's boiling, you know, Stats 
a shark. I'm not there's, studying. There's, <laughs> there's more fucking evidence to that took for climate change there is for for fucking smoking causing the cancer. Of, um, and the parents turn around and go, oh fuck, that's all bullshit, you know? Or are uh, you you're overacting a little bit? It's huh? uh, it's like uh, Interstellar, right? Um, in that movie, there's a scene at the beginning where his daughter gets in trouble because she's being too smart in class. And um, <laughs> the whole thing behind it is like they want a generation of farmers because the, the yes. world's running out of food and the only crop they have left is corn and <laughs> dust storms. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. no, we don't need Fuck, any more scientists. Horrible, that, we, need, that, uh, we need the farmers. That whole like scenario. Well, that's a scary thing, right? Because it's not, it's not far off no. that now. If we, if we start losing our crop strains and the dust storms build up and everything goes down that path, it's going to be the case where everyone's more valued as an agricultural thing. Yeah. And if you can build a rocket, sure, that's cool, but that's not going to help us now, is it? No. No. And looking at what's happening on the West Coast of America right now, their first they, they hit like 49 degrees for like three or four days straight, highest recorded temperatures ever. And... They had, for the first time in history, a, um, a fire tornado warning. Mm. So fire tornadoes when there's, there's so much heat getting produced by these fucking these, these forest mm. fires that it starts to create a tornado from the, from the turbulence of the, the heat the rising. Heat. Jesus. And it starts That's to ignite the oxygen in the air. That's terrifying. And the fucking thing will just take off in a direction. And you're just like running from that shit. That's that's actual. That's hell. That is yeah. hell. Hell. It yep. is hell. Just and this fucking tweet. The last of a, days. Of a president s- sitting Rapture. there saying that they haven't cleared the forest floor. It's like, dude, mate. Can we have that soundbite? <laughs> you know when um, <laughs> was uh, did you watch the the, the Trump the, the Trump uh, had that press conference? The, the, had the, like the, the, the first debate. I Biden just saw the, oh, um, yeah, sorry. the I was highlights were with the, uh, the oh, Ben yes, Hill yeah, music yeah, yeah, playing yeah. in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, I would, th- I would advise anyone to watch it from start to finish. Because How long does it go I, for? I, I'm only saying that because the the press like to always sensi- sensationalize things, and all the snippets you see yeah. of the two, they're, they're just kind of squabbling. Well, I couldn't find like a, a nice little video. You know, yeah. I was like on my way home from work. I was like, oh, I want to see what the key points were. And every outlet, well, I guess just there might the, not have yeah. been that many key points. It was a but it was fight. all just the shit fight. It was yeah. just the mudslinging. I read one like uh, one uh, one title that was like it was like sitting in, uh, taking a, 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 a no, it was a hot a mess. <laughs> it was a hot yeah. mess. Hot mess in a, in a trash can in a in train, train wreck. wreck. Yeah, <laughs> I read another one that was, that was um, it was like taking a dump in a hot box on meth. <laughs> <laughs> you know those uh, portalus? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> at the festy. But it was yeah, it was fucking unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And the majority of it was Biden trying to put forward some kind of policy, and Trump just screaming over the top of him like a fucking child. It was very, very surreal. And um, I bring this up because. We don't talk about politics much, especially the younger the younger generation. I'm around, like I was saying before, I'm the oldest like coach in the gym. I talk about it a lot, and I and I can see with certain people, probably everyone after a while, they're like, I don't want to fucking talk about this shit, but I listen to him anyway. <laughs> He's ranting, and, but it is important because it is directly relative to our health, and I'm and and this election is important because this is the most powerful seat that humankind has ever had available for one person to sit in. But it is the most, it's a, at, at this point in time. And, and if, if that's not handled well, then that power can, can shift to someone else. And if, it, let's, say, let's say America cannibalizes itself and, and starts to implode, then all of a sudden the, their era is over and the next big power... Power, the, the next world power steps into its place. And that at this stage right now is China. So to have a strong economy there to help balance China out and, and, and the states because you need balance, mm. uh, you need strong leadership. <clears throat> and when you have someone that gets up and starts acknowledging the science, and this is what Biden did, he st- stood up there and he said, we need to get off the fossils we have to start moving towards renewables. And this is, look at what is happening in, on the West Coast of America. People are dying. 
fucking shops are burning. It's it's time. We've got to make the move, you know? And then you've got someone else on the other side just denying it, just living in this denial. And the problem with this is when you have somebody in this seat, and we talked about this at um, Coaches Dev last week, things filter down. Yep. So then all of a sudden you have these other politicians all over the world just emulating. They're like, oh, fuck, if he's, if he's still burning fossils, I'm burning fossils. I'm going to start digging some more up. And we're seeing it here in Australia where, where our political climate is, is shifting towards fossil fuels heavily after COVID because, one, they want to get money back Jobs. in the banks. That's their excuse. Mm. Two, all the people that fund their, their next... Um, their, their election, campaign. election campaign are all fossil fuel mo- fucking yep. mo- and, and uh, media moguls, so they want to keep them happy. Uh, but when you look at it long term, we're running our fucking country. We're going to set our country up to run off a fuel source that is now obsolete. So when the rest of Europe and China and everywhere else have made that move, and, and it's going to cost, but look, at the end of the day, Everything you invest in costs, you know what I mean? So like, let's say um, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a car uh, and you say, oh, well, it's going to cost to change to renewables. Well, when one power station shuts down, the idea is to build one that's more high tech, more updated. Mm. It's like when you, when, you have a, when you get a new car, you can't say, well, you know, you're going to invest so much more on new cars for the rest of your life. Well, fucking I am because I want a nicer, newer car that, that's more efficient, drives faster and uses less fuel. It's exactly the same with a fucking, with a factory. I mean, it's the fact, right? Like it's going to cost, but it's going to cost less now than it will 10 years down the track when you have to do it all in a hurry. Yeah. And you're like, oh crap, I need to invest double the amount now because it's all like that next level as as opposed to starting now, taking your time to do it and phasing out when you have the ability to phase out as opposed to no, I need an immediate solution. Yes. And you're also getting energy from a free energy source. You don't have to dig deeper, pull up more fucking soil. You just have to fold out the fucking panels and you're, you're good to go, you know? Meanwhile, we don't have the water sources here uh, to be able to continue to... Coal seam to, gas. To, to, to turn over. Um, well, yeah, well, the coal industry, but yeah, there's coal seam. Well, there's fucking issues with that too. But yeah, just not enough water to process all of the fossil fuels as well because we're already drying out our rivers and stuff here. It's a dead end. It's a dead end. We know that. Everyone knows it. We all know it. And we're just looking for this short term like profit. Profit. And and it's an addiction, you know? And it's an Aussie addiction. We're addicted mm. to fossil fuels here in this country. And that can only be shifted by privatized movement, you know? And I think. what we're starting to see now is listening to a really interesting um, uh, podcast. I forgot the name of this woman, but she's a professor and something or other. But she was talking about um, that our next generation have a much higher interest in uh, in renewables. It's the fastest growing industry on the planet. And nobody, they're, they're struggling to find people like to come out of university and, and go into um, uh, um mineral um extraction and looking for 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 petroleum and all the the technology that goes behind clean coal and all that kind of stuff so i i i i have faith that humanity will move in this direction organically anyway i think um uh, this uh, the uh, uh people are too savvy uh to realize okay i can do something for get i can i can produce uh, energy for a fraction of the cost and sell it for the same price that these guys are, are doing it for. And at that point, tide's just going to shift. That shift. It's going to shift. And all these fucking dinosaurs uh, are just going to... They're going to go down fighting. They're going to oh, go yeah. down <laughs> fighting. But they'll, 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 be, they'll be extinguished at that stage or they'll just start shifting the, all their shares into renewables. <laughs> it's funny. It, it's so funny to me what you said about like people coming out of uni now not wanting to go that path and I think it's uh something that you forget as you get older or maybe it's because it wasn't a it wasn't a fact when you're a kid but like a, a fact is a fact right like you can't argue with the fact it doesn't your opinion doesn't come into play I think as we get older we forget that and we forget that just because we believed something when we were younger if this new fact or this new information comes out 
doesn't matter what our opinion is on that. That is the science. That is the truth behind it. And obviously these new kids coming through, they've been taught that this is That's the right. way it is. And it's this is a fact. It doesn't matter. So they've got that opinion and they're so strong about it because of that. It's cool. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's exciting. And Speaking, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. After you. No, I was going to... I was going to go back to the election. Yeah. Speaking about facts yeah. and the lack of... Was the there a fact, fact check, check on the, the fact fucking check? It was ridiculous how many lies came out of that guy's mouth. Oh. It was fucking like cringeworthy. Now, what I was r- trying to say before when we were talking, talking about, about the Trump. fires in, in Cali was um, when he sat down and there was... I don't know who it was. They were talking about um, the, the environmental factors and they were sitting there and it was on screen. It was, they were talking about the fires and, and Trump was just like sitting there and receiving the signs from them, just smiling, smirking. Oh. And oh, then at the oh, very end, he was like, strange. man, it's getting cooler. It's getting cooler. <laughs> You'll see. It's getting cooler. <laughs> like it, it was just uh, in contrast to all these facts just getting thrown at him. He just had this smirk and I was like, what's he thinking right now? Uh, and his response was, much. it's actually getting cooler. Very strange. No one's told him what aircon is. And he thinks <laughs> the temperature yes. in the White House well, is just. He said some very around. strange things over the years. Uh, uh, one of the uh, comments that the Biden brought up was when he was talking about dropping a nuke in the. Um, I think it was a. Was it a tornado that was hitting South Coast? I didn't see that bit. <laughs> so can't you just drop a nuke in it? Oh. Probably nuke it. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the it, like very strange. he said that yes. you can't oh. even like hate on him because it's. He's gotten away with it for so long. Like, Ugh. why would he know any better? Every time yeah, he's made these he's ridiculous like claims, you know. no one's been like, oh, well, no, you're wrong. And then he's had to accept it. It's just been like one person might say you're wrong, but then he's got this whole like- Fires him. This posse behind well, in his shorts. <laughs> like, No, <laughs> you're right. right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, in you're three fired. years, like um, just kind of like the, the presidential presidency is just changed. Like, you know, yep. you, any politician is usually- um, accountable to the things that they say. And then when you're like the president or the prime minister, like you're everything that you say, you know, people are obviously hanging off and it has a lot of carry on effect. And, you know, we just become so numb to it now. Yeah, started I mean, like when he first got elected and now we're this far along, like he can just say anything, anything and get away with it. And you wonder how that affects, like how that's going to carry on to the next person, the next person. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah the, the no Republican Party is probably going to be a bit, well, the, 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 what we see in the, you know, the, after the Trump, uh, post-Trump era, mm. that, that if he wins another four years, then I think it's going to look, the Republican Party is going to look very different. It's going to be more like him. Yeah. Because that's what wins the votes if, it, if he wins. A lot is riding on this election. And I think going back to politics and health, we have to keep in mind that there are people making decisions on our behalf that are direct, that's directly relative mm. to our health, our personal health, COVID, climate change, education, health, all of these things that we tend to take for granted, especially here in Australia, because it's always so good here. Mm. You know, all of it. We're, we're in such a lucky time, lucky place, uh, and it's easy to overlook because you just think it's, a, it's the norms, but it can it can it can change very quickly with the wrong leadership and we're seeing that. And there's a, there's a shift to, to, to right-wing nationalism across the world right now. And this is not um, my personal opinion. This is something that's, that's, that's like, it's a, it's a, it's a fact, yep. you know. We're seeing it all over the world and people are fucking starting to freak out a little, you know. And I can understand why. There's a lot of us. There's not a lot to go around. And there's a lot of fucking big issues that no one's really taking by the horns, you know. But um, I would advise any of this next generation to pay attention to the policies that your politicians are putting forward, understand what, what it is that they want to do and then hold them accountable or even better, get involved in it. If you study political science or you've got that kind of mindset and you're a leader and you, and you, and you have the ability and you care for the for the for for the for the planet and you care for the people around you fuck get up there and and have a go because there's a there's a leadership void on this planet at the moment it needs to be filled by young progressive forward thinking fresh blood there's too many old men in power right now you know anything about new zealand they're coming up for election there's a 
the second time I think it's female versus female. Amazing job. Yeah, she has. She was such a leader in COVID. Do you know much about this uh, this other lady, the enforcer or something? I I don't know. Okay, no, anything about what's happening over there. But I would. would They've done a great job. Very surprised if she got voted out. Mm. Yeah, me too. She just keeps kicking goals, you know, Uh, which is exciting. Mm. Good. We need more of that. Can we talk about the? well, in, here in the office, we've got a whiteboard here and we've got some goals, business goals and stuff written along the, the top. Uh, and, you know, we'll review those at different times of the year, usually at the beginning of the year or the end of the year. Um, there'll be a, a lot of kind of whiteboard sessions, reviews, etc. Anyway, at the top, we've got here um, a climate positive goal. Uh, we did a podcast about it freaking yeah, nine chess, months ago or whatever. Basketball. Yeah. Um, and we set a goal. Um, we did some work with Jess Raspal. Um, what did she study? Environmental science. Uh, yes. Yeah. And she's kind of was there at the birth of the. <laughs> she needs um, to get into politics. Sustain- she should be a great politician. Okay. Yeah. So she's there with the sustainability think tank, the the Jungle Brothers one. Um, so we worked with her before we set this goal, and it was like, okay, this is a good goal. We can do this, and we set a time for it. It's basically to be- make our business climate positive by twenty. 2022. 2022. Climate positive or, or um, carbon, neutral, carbon neutral. Carbon neutral. Or carbon carbon negative. Is that uh, carbon negative? No. Uh, well, we hadn't hadn't really focused on that in the last six months because we were trying to keep the business alive, etc. Um, but we're where are we it. with it? Where are we with it? Um, well, me and Dills. Since Dills came on, we've um, we've we the first thing we did was we had a look through all of our products, so uh, to see how we can start. Reducing waste. Yep. Uh, one thing that that picked up waste wise was fucking coffee cups. Yep. Man. I as think, soon I as think pe- that's that's due to COVID too. It I totally it's, was. It's, yeah. It's totally people wanting some sort of escape from the house. So uh, yeah. But also the um. They wouldn't you allow use the, a, the you can't keep, use cups keep cups. Too. Yeah. Because everyone who was using a keep cup, yeah. and then all of a sudden it, that you couldn't use your keep cup. So that was a, a bit of a set a bit of a setback. Mm. But then we um we shifted our um. Our soap company. Mm-hmm. What do we got now? Uh, Yuka. Yuka. Yeah, Australian natural products. And they, it's all uh, industrial-sized tubs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good company. They're, I think they're carbon neutral as well, I'm pretty sure. We um, got, so it's cool. Yeah, we got rid of all of our, like, small packaging. Yep. We're going for the larger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've switched our air freshener to a... Um, eucalypt. Eucalyptus oil, Australian eucalyptus oil and some water. Yep. We got off the... Spray can. It's quite nice because when you're in the loo and you give it a spray, you don't have to like dodge. Yeah. Like the Glen 20. Because you hate walking out smelling like air freshener. <laughs> Everyone knows he gone for a shit. Exactly. It's, it's, it's just nice like a marker. Oh, he's now. just done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're just like, oh, you just let the droplets fall on you. Like, oh, I smell yeah. better. Oh, smell <laughs> now than nice. going in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, um, uh, we're on to. Our t- what's our toilet <coughs> company name? A name again? Who gives a crap? Who gives who a crap? crap. Which mm-hmm. um, actually awesome. comes from Fair Traders, which is who we get all our drinks from as well. Yeah. Which uh, is an ethically sourced company, so everything that they sell is ethically sourced. That's great. So all the drinks in our fridge completely ethically sourced. So it's piece by piece, really. It's not something that we. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah totally. Got, yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a collective mm. of you know or cumulative um, approach. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing one little step at a time, it's actually really easy. Yeah. And mm. it fucking hasn't cost us anything extra. No, if anything, we're saving money from it. Saving money. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's just a little a little uh, time, effort, and a bit of research and education. Like when it comes to the garden. Um, we've we've and when saved it comes to this, thousands it's just of like a bit of time water with our um, recycled water. With our um, recycled, uh, uh, our grey water system, in like decentralised grey water systems with our um, toilets. Mm-hmm. So when you wash oh, your yes, hands, yeah, the, yeah. the, the what your hand wash go, fills the, the system. To flush. To yep. flush. Yep. It's, yeah, I, I'm going to do the math on that, but I, I did it the other day and it was ridiculous how much, how many litres we were saving. It goes back to that uh, that short term cost versus long time profit, right? Because the uh, the built in system toilets are a little bit more expensive than the regular toilets, but you save so much over time with the, yeah. the water use and everything. So true. So the big uh, one for us will be batteries. So that's that's next. 
Bruh. So Mendel's are going to do a little bit of research and we're going to find out how we can get a battery wall uh, on some kind of... Um, Government subsidy. Yeah, we'll look yep. for subsidies. I don't know if there's going to be a hell of a lot around for batteries, but I definitely think that we'll be able to get one, like we can pay it off, you know, mm-hmm. on a monthly monthly repayment. It which might be something like where if we sell percentage of the power back or something like that. Yeah, there's there's some amazing deals going around at the moment. I mean, we got our panels on the on the roof, 48 panels, and... The repayments on those panels, because we got a there was a government subsidy that was floating around at the time. We got access to that, and then the repayments of the, on the panel on a monthly basis was saving us eighteen hundred dollars a year from what our power bill originally was before we put the panels on. It's a no brainer. Fuck yeah, cheap. Like like you'd do that even if you didn't give a shit about the climate. Yeah, what did it cost yeah, us? Eighteen hundred bucks savings, sweet. There's a bit of a chit chat with um. Katie, our landlord. Absolutely nothing. But all in all, she's all for it. It's just improving her property. Yeah. Yeah, she was loving it. Yeah. It was a bit of time, a bit of research, phone calls, and then just making the commitment. It's definitely, I look back now and it's been three years. We've probably got, was it a five-year lease? Well, yeah, once those five years are up, we'll we'll be six grand up a year. Six grand a year. Hmm. You know what we should do? That's we should get that big money. We should get that um, that that subsidy. Um, and post that. Yeah, for or others to. Yeah, to, yeah. Totally. We should do. We should yeah. send it to make it easy for you know for other just to other gym members and stuff. It's like, hey, dude, do mm-hmm. this. So you're planning on staying there for five years or more. So okay. no brainer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like that, that was uh, that. The batteries will be the big one for us. Small scale, I think the next little thing is a bike rack. Bike rack for sure. Yeah. Yep. Encourage people to make their way here on foot or on yes. the bike. Yep. That'd be good. Yeah. And then there's not a hell of a lot more on top of that. I mean, we just keep spreading the word and spreading the message. And I think uh, you get an idea when you come in the gym anyway. I mean, look around and it's covered in greenery and yep. the products are there. And uh, I think one of the greatest things about it is that we get a lot of foot traffic people just coming in and just looking at the brands that we're using and okay, I could fucking just use that at home, you know, Mm. and getting ideas about what we're doing around the gym and yeah, they all love it, you know. It's just the direction in general that we're moving or, you know, the business, like I, yeah, lots of people just get that vibe. We're doing, making an effort. We're going in that direction. It just helps others to slowly change that mindset, yeah. doesn't it? Acknowledge, acknowledgement yeah. and recognition of all things relative to health. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's not just climate change. It's um, mental it's, health. It's, it's like mental health. Rise Foundation. Yeah, it's, um, it's equality, yep. you know. So we have very even like playing field here in the gym where – Everybody is treated equally, you know, members. There's no real hierarchy on the floor, uh, especially with our, with all of our, our coaches and um, they all feel free to speak freely. Um, the female staff don't feel like they're, they, 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 they don't have as much opportunity as the male staff, like uh, color and all that kind of stuff. And it sounds kind of like, okay, uh, it's all, you know, that's a no brainer, but it's, it's not necessarily the case everywhere. You know, like there's a lot of people that are, that are working in environments where, where they, they don't get the same opportunity to move through the ranks or to, to be able to speak to their boss uh, and give them um, feedback that they need to, to, to become better humans. You yep. know, it's uh, well, I mean, I think that's a big thing is uh, I've worked in a few other places and, everyone will claim that they've got that open line of communication, right? Uh, but there's always that fear of repercussion. And it genuinely here is that we want the growth, we want the feedback, and we do take it on board, which is the difference. It's not like, yeah, we've got an open line of communication, then you, you don't say anything, right? You, yeah. You can get out there and you can give that hard feedback, but know that it's coming from a place of love and that it's going to better the community and the business as a whole. And the business, you know, like... And and if you look at this on on a on a on a big scale, I mean, we're going back to the Trump thing. He's got nobody giving him no or challenge, cha- challenging yeah. his his fucking his decisions. You know, last week I sat in our coach's development. Dylan sat down and he gave me a, a fucking 
a, a, a well-deserved um, haranguing <laughs> yes earful. <laughs> and, and I, knife to and the I, front. I won't say to the back. And I was then, looking you in the eyes when I did yes. <laughs> we have a we have a we have a for our coach Dev. We have a section that's like we just call it feedback, and and it's always. The, the best part of the meeting or the, <laughs> the shittest juice. part depending <laughs> on how you want to fucking deliver. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's literally a time where anyone can tell anyone anything, any feedback, good or bad, uh, or it's always constructive. Um, and, and, and we really promote people to, to step out of their comfort zone and either give the feedback or just take it on. Yep. And I've always struggled to take on feedback. I'm not going to lie. I try to defend myself and then I fucking... Hold on, to, hold on to it and then uh, it gets through sooner or later. But um, the last week, was it last week? Yeah. Last week, Dills gave me some feedback. It was all about my punctuality, which has been an issue for Joe and Paul for many years now. Um, and, I, and I <laughs> needed to hear it probably from someone else that wasn't Joe and Paul because I just mute them at this stage in my career. And um, yeah, and then, and then yeah. I had Aaron on the other side start to – Kind of like a cup, yeah. No, well. like it was more yeah, of a lecture. Yeah. It was a yeah. lecture that came from dad, and then um, and then Nikki, Nikki was like, she just kind of like got this emotional kind of <laughs> outburst and started just slipping in the boot, and I was like, oh my gosh, and then, the me while it, <laughs> and then I had Alan on the other side saying, T, maybe you need that? to look a little bit deeper into your past. There's something, something that maybe it's not just work related, and you have to. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, I got a psychiatrist, I got my dad, I got my boss, and I've got my sister over here and I felt actually felt loved. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I felt like these people fucking care about me. And I think that the, was the, great. the main part of that is we've, we've all copped it, right? Like yeah. I, I, this week I copped a little bit of feedback from us, but it's the same deal. It came from a place of love and it was nice and I took it on board and we use it to develop in the future. So it's not, it's not one-sided. It's not always just an attack on one person and it's not based around emotions based around, what we think is actually skill-based and what's needed. That's right. And um, and I think, yeah, it just shows a, a very strong community when you, when everyone can, can actually feel safe enough and secure enough to express themselves freely and, and to challenge someone's train of thought. And this is very, very important. If you're in a space where you're not being challenged, then get the fuck out. Get out. You're in a place that with little or zero growth in your life. Usually you know? people don't realise that they're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> day in and day out. Start feeling too comfy and don't know. Not getting challenged. Mm. You know, you need that. It's all about uh, about growth. And this is also with, with your kids, you know. Like we were talking about kids last last week. But it's the same kind of thing, you know. A big thing I, I feel, I felt for a long time, it's exactly what you said, um, being challenged. Um, and I think that um, more and more uh, people, like, we're more and more isolated uh, and we're isolated in the groups of people that we usually hang out with. So beyond just Your echo being in a workplace with people who don't challenge you, but you have the, the echo chamber. So um, I tend to think, and I only feel this way because I made – I made like a social career out of hanging out with as many diverse people as possible. I just, I just love it. So to go to any party, someone said, let's go to this party. I just go to, I love going to random parties or meeting people for the first time. And, you know, it's not easy for everyone to do that. But, um, and I was lucky to work in industries where I worked with people of different ages, uh, different orientations, different everything. And I love that part of meeting people. And I, yeah, I've just noticed that people can really get stuck in, one, hanging out with people of the same age group, um, same uh, people who make the same money, yeah. Yeah. same interests. Um, and then, yeah, uh, when it goes to, into age groups, I find like, you know, you can get stuck in a, a job in a social circle that is a very, very, very narrow age group. Um, so you, people who make the same money and you're all within five years of each other and you just circle around in that all the time. And obviously I've got kids, but... And now my, I, I see things a different way, but actually I grew up with kids all around me all the time. But there's a lot of adults out there that don't, uh, don't see kids or have interactions with kids. And, uh, you know, they, they, I see that I observe them nervous around kids or not knowing how to handle um, my kids or something. Uh, and then it's the same on the other end of the spectrum, like hanging out with older people. And it's just, 
there's challenges with hanging out with older people. Mm-hmm. You got to be patient. You got to you got to cop a bit of you hold your tongue a little bit. And then with kids, is all those other things. And I think that it's a big missing piece for people just their own personal development. Well, there's so much to learn in those. So spaces. much to learn yeah. from old people and like from, it, from like from kids as well. Like I was, yeah, like that being in that space. Totally. Kids see kids see it how it is. Totally. There's no hookups. There's no distractions from work or social media or anything. It's just what is in front of them is They're exactly call it. how it is and they yes. fucking call it. And they yeah. call it and they call it in the most simplest simplest way mm. and it's the most hurtful as well because you're like, oh, my gosh. Like they're, <laughs> like they're just like yes. stuck the needle it's in. It's that old like, saying. Oh, it's like an adult calls you ugly. So they're just being right. mean. A kid calls you ugly. You're yes. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true and it's a, yeah, well that's that's what they do you know yeah. and then with the elderly like and when i say elderly you think about the word elderly it's it, mm. even the fucking word is insulting mm. it should be elders mm. they are elder the elder is a is the most Man. knowledgeable Absolutely. most experienced individual in the tribe and we treat them like fucking retards no, no matter it's what disgusting. how much money they've what's made happening or with what our, they are with they have now. so much that you can learn from them so stuck true. in stuck in old homes and Dying yeah. of COVID, yeah. and recycled air. Yes. It's sad, mm. and, it's, and it and it is a waste for 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 our generation and any other generation under them, where that knowledge just gets fucking lost with them. Mm. You know. Mm. So I I think um, equality and and its direct relation to health is very very important because now you have an equal playing field where the best people at what they do have the opportunity to be in the place that they need to be in to help our population move into greener pastures. Yep. Mm. Not this tiny little pool of, of entitled rich or uh, one certain colour or one certain sex or religion and you've shrunken up that talent pool to, to, to a bunch of fucking whatevers. you got everyone. The bigger the talent pool, the higher the potential. As simple as that. And that is one other reason why our business is successful, you know? Because of the fact that there's a uh, we got this big there's no hookups you know it's not like oh you have to be a lifter to be a good coach here you know there's a lot of other attributes anyway it's got on a little bit of a rant then <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got we got climate positive by 2022 yeah I think we're on path there I mean we had some distractions um, but it's been You've been firing back up the think tank, etc., and I and I'm guessing I see the conversation going on there on the Facebook group, and I'm guessing there'll be some goals set, and it's just about mobilising again, doing those little changes around the gym. I love the bike rack. Um, the garden day was a success. Global warming is still an issue. Yeah, mm. and we're um we're working on it. Yeah, one step at a time. Is there anything else you want to mention? We're coming up to the hour. What do we got coming up? We've got a fucking fight night coming yeah, up. Yeah, we do. That's okay. We, I think we should be <laughs> looking at events that. right now. Events. Yes. We couldn't do our Christmas party because, uh, well. JB no, Games. sorry, Christ- JB Games. Games. Yeah, Christmas Correct. party will still happen we'll in some form. In one way. It'll way always happen. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't do the JB Games. So Dylan uh, uh, actually started this. Called this out as. Called out as another coach and said yeah. he wants to fight him. And, um. And that snowballed into yeah. a, into a <laughs> what it is today, yeah. which is a fight monster. night. You've right now, sixteen <laughs> competitors. It's going to be shot live. We got, we got what have we got? Pay per view. What yeah, we'll try. I, I think what we'll do. We were talking about this yesterday. Details well. to be confirmed, yeah. but this is what we're thinking. We're thinking it'll be um, some small commitment. If you want to come watch it in the gym, um, charity as much base. as you can, and that'll go to charity. Uh, 100% go to charity and you can come and watch it by the ring. Otherwise, we'll put a link up on Facebook and you yeah. guys can watch it live or watch it after the event as well. Yeah, and that's all all for charity. Yes. So we're doing local bush regen. Was that, that's that would the be idea, great. but we just got to yeah. figure out exactly which one we're going to do it for. Mm. Uh, to be advised by next Thursday. So we've got everyone in the gym putting their names down. Yeah, but what are the flight skills? What, what do we got? What rule sets? Uh, there's some kickboxing. Yeah. There's some grappling. I think we've got some straight boxing. Gee, and no, gee. You put your name down for wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, wrestle. It's pretty wrestling. much <laughs> any whatever matchup we can make for whatever style the two parties are happy with. Yep. 
So there's a whole bunch of names in the hat. Yeah, we've got it a couple is, of bosses. Is, uh, it's a bit more serious than we've done before as well. Uh, we've, we get an outside ref. I think we agreed on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ref. is going to be. Oh yeah, Pavel was Pavel's. very vocal in our yeah. coaches' dev yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh great, dude. Yeah, he's got some great ideas. Mm. He's got a friend yeah. who can do the outside uh, refing, and he can do now. all of them. He's good yeah. for all styles, which is good. Awesome. And completely yeah. impartial, so that'll be good. Um, there's still going to be pads and stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's like gear. a heavy sparring mm-hmm. under head under gear, lights head type gear thing. Ounce. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. And shinies. Correct. Yeah. And um, and but yeah, the, the, you got to say the vibe in the gym or it's getting he's, serious. He's, vi- he's vibing. Everyone's it's walking around, serious. lining each other up, asking um, how much uh, they weigh. Everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, everyone. Everyone's like, training. Like everyone's like. I've never seen the bag crews like forming as well, which is great. Yeah. I'm really liking that. Hopefully it doesn't like split the gym into splinter cells. Well, you <laughs> probably want that for 10 weeks. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> little bit of in-house Ty's competition. Ty's already started uh, bringing the breakdancing uh, shit talking to me yesterday. <laughs> oh, so tell yeah. us about the yeah. main event, Dills. That's me versus Ty. <laughs> We're going at it. We're ready for it. Ty was on our, um, our podcast, what, three or four podcasts yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's breakdancer, vegan. He's new coach in gym. He's working as our office assist at the moment. Mm. Um, and just finished the internship. Yes, we just didn't finished. pair um, deals up with as we had to have it. We had to have a, deals was a bit disappointed, but we had to have a chat with him. As is as a very heavy, big, heavy individual. If, if you guys haven't seen me and as as is probably about it's ten kegs, ten kilos heavier than me, and a good like. <laughs> Or not half is a foot, like just under half a foot taller than me. He reckons he's got fat on him, but he's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> ninety <laughs> something lean. Yeah, and, um, yeah. So we we but said to change to that, that we, should, we should give you someone your own weight, which is fair. And then we, and and Ty was just up for it. Yeah, we asked him. Well, we were sitting in the office, like who could it be? And he opened the door, and we all looked at him as like. <laughs> Ty, you want to fight deals? And he's, <laughs> he's like, like what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now it's on. Yeah, I said to him the other day, I was like, just as I'm getting to know you and like you, and now I'm going to kick your head in. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> what, what Did he give you any shit talk? Oh, yeah, yesterday. He's, he's like, a master mate, I'm going to have to kick the shit out of you coming up. And then he's like, uh, he drew the line on the floor and then I walked over and put my toe over the line. <laughs> <laughs> kicking the bag and looking at, t- looking at me. And like, how good is that? How, what other workplace can you have like the person that you're working with like every single day and then you're just joking about kicking the shit out of each other. And, and then one day, the you, yeah, yeah, in 10 weeks time, <laughs> yeah. you're actually going to kick the shit out yep. of each other. It's beautiful. The best. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun on that night. <laughs> There's some good matchups. We've got... Tim Kindler and Bilal. Yeah, Tibby's talk to oh, be that's, confirmed. That's We're going to have talk. a meeting after this. Yeah, we got We're Paul. Paul's going to potentially fight Pavel. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said I'd take anyone. I just, I just said Pavel anyone. Or maybe Morgan. Yeah. What? Yeah. Pavel's Doesn't our matter. new wrestling I'm, coach. I'm happy to do anyone. I'm pumped for this. I've actually it's been like, training all my be life like for fighting this. Gr- like a piece <laughs> of granite. Paul's going to do the 10 for one. He's going to stand in the middle and all 10 of us are going to come at him and he's just going to take just, someone. Just Bruce Lee. One after the other. Fury. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have that in the cage upstairs. I'll be like, cut camera, different angle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got, and we're actually gonna have commentators as well. Yeah, looking like as, except for when he's fighting. And yeah, then oh man, it's gonna be good. Yeah, matchup. when I think of yes. that. Oh, the dry good humor. banter between oh. those two. Yeah. Bone dry. That humor. <laughs> Bone dry. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. Um, um, yeah, that's that's. And it. then the Christmas party after that. But that's uh, we've got we're the uh, talk about that, yeah. Persian. Yoga yes. workshop. Talks. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's on the 14th of November, I believe. Check out Insta, yep. Facebook page. What are, what are these? These are the. Did we talk about them on the last podcast? Not really. Uh, Joe's no, been talking about it everywhere he goes. Like big he loves it. It's called. It's great. I, I might pronounce it wrong, but it's a Mel, I think. Meal. 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 M double E L. Yeah. It was used as like a, a warrior training tool for ancient. Persian Knights. For it's listeners, it's like a baseball club. bat, a club. It's like yeah, a club, but inflated one. Bat yes. with a thin handle. Yep. Yeah. And it was used to develop skills with axes, hammers, and lances. So there's Crikey. a there's a fellow who um, he's going to come and do the workshop. He's here. a guy with it's a open beard, to the public, yes, and he's quite is. jacked. He's oh yeah, shit. he's like yeah. jacked up. Yeah. yeah, but it's a really he's got a very healthy athletic build to him yeah, from doing good. training like this. Mm-hmm. Like he, it's called Persian yoga actually, and there's other parts of the discipline other without tools just and other, swinging the other meals. Other things he does as well. Oh really? Yeah. It's not yeah. just the clubs. That's just one no. of the tools. 
But yeah. we'll be looking Instagram. at all the tools? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah it's really it's interesting. Like this one big-ass metal bow with like a, a chain on chain. it. Oh, wow. And there's these Dude. other stuff. It's, it, it looks, looks badass. I'm very excited for it. Throughout it's it. just interesting. And I, I know Joe loves this sort of thing because it's like, um, it's just, it's a cultural study as well. It's like where cultures intersect with health, fitness, and yep. in parts of it, like moving on uh, religious kind of uh, connotations to it spiritual stuff yeah they have a they have like a temple of strength and it was uh, only guys that could go and this is you know former iran yeah and all the guys would go and train it's just interesting it's just really cool so anyway that's in the gym yeah get at us uh probably spots will fill up quick and we would have to we will be the the temple of strength temple of strength yes we will changing the name um cool um so in wrapping uh thank you panavore for the coffee and thanks Trey. if you want any help Delicious. reach out to us junglebrothers.com instagram jungle brothers movement mm-hmm. um and then check our facebook page get in touch hit thank, us up yeah thank you thanks see thank you guys. you bye thanks guys